All right, let's get it popping. Some of y'all ever, oh, whoa, whoa, I'm fucking all the way up. Okay, some of y'all forgot. I was just starting like this, and then we'll come back in. Some of y'all have forgotten how great Chance the Rapper really is as an artist. Let me explain why. And this is weird that I'm just jumping into it, but this has an, this has an idea. Listen to the idea, not the words. Chance used to kill on a, almost every track that he was on. In middle school, I grew up thinking that Chance was going to be the voice of a generation, but he stopped doing drugs. That's exactly what the fuck happened. That nigga stopped doing drugs. He was so much better on drugs. So can 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 we travel back to that time? This is Chance the Rapper, guys. Got the jewels, I got the juice. Ten old I'm home. Fully I'm home. Even my head is kinda glad I'm on. Rest in peace to my vagabond. In peace to my vagabond. Rapper, song, singer, suspended, subpoena. Mr. Meaner's dreamer. Hell back asses. Loki's still a dreamer, and I still shake the boss squad. The broke guy. Come up, shot that nigga Sosa. Shot my nigga Joseph. Buenos noches. Cause it's so crisp. The most broke is a don't stop a when solstice. I can't win in Oscar. Sentence more, baby just got extended more. Hashtag get Mrs. Ford. Make you love it, get it trending more. You're being that humble, it's a bull that some do mumble. Wanting to jump, do it, but let that nigga punk you. No, bitch, just want to bring guns to the rumbles. But I love y'all so. Don't let the juice spill pop, blue pill pop to you. Nah, but why you so pussy? You gotta bring a gun to a, to a fist fight. Like that, tell me that, tell me all frip that you don't got hands. Cause we, okay, let's 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 think about the state of Chicago in 2013 when this album dropped. Chicago is already a wild place, and still to this day, the land of my ops. Fuck Chicago. <laughs> I can't be saying that. Niggas from the shot like, hey yo, he was talking all that shit, b. We, I don't, I don't know if they have to. I, I feel like Chicago is like, where is Chicago? It's like the. East Coast? No, it's definitely not the East Coast because New York is the East Coast. No, New York. I mean, and it's not the West Coast either. It's just North. Y'all, y'all niggas just up. Anyway, I feel like Chicago is like the the Central America, Central North America version of. Listen to the idea, not the words, okay? Listen to the idea, not the fucking words. It's like that version of uh of them. So, 
yeah, that's uh, that's what I be feeling. That's my guy. But like, yeah, y'all live in Chicago. At the at that point in time, one of the most dangerous cities to live in the United States of America, next to Detroit, because gang violence there is so fucking rampant that uh, he has a song. Chance the Rapper has a line in one of, in one of the songs on this album that goes that it that it's easier to find a gun than it is to find a fucking parking spot. Black men and black women are killing themselves because of the government. And you want to bring a gun to a fist fight? You pussy. You pussy. Get your ass beat like a man. You want to kill niggas because you don't got their hands? That sucks for you. Hate to be you. Going 16 plus years knowing that you can't fight. <laughs> There's a nigga somewhere in America right now with a firm belief and knowledge that he does not have any hands. He didn't got his ass beat all through middle school slash high school. So now he he's a, a, a semi-functioning adult in the, in the normal society. He got himself a get. Carries that motherfucker on him 25-8. And is just ready to use it. You're pussy. You can't fight. It's okay. You, 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 it's okay. Let's t- Nah. <laughs> Not me take, taking down fragile masculinity. We go to the pop the pop bitch in the blue hills. Yeah, that, that one. one. Drowning in the, the juice, nigga. Honey proof get found in the youth, nigga. Slap with all the trying to introduce, nigga. Everybody know you the dude, you the new nigga. How's it feel to be you? Yo, no say. I ain't really been myself since five past. I ain't really need to need that shop class. I ain't really been weak since pop smash. I'm a genius, some motherfucking pop smash. Hit this, a master jack and Lindsay. Why he can't make me make me? Turn up, turn up. Juice, 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 do you realize everybody in the world fucking hates the Lakers? And then everybody wanna sit to the juice bill. Another thing. The Lakers are doing pretty good right now. Maybe at this, not this specific point in time, but for the last couple years, they they've they've been in the finals for the last three years. That's pretty good in my opinion. They might not won the finals because LeBron is getting old and you, you, some of these teams can't carry. LeBron can't carry some of these teams anymore. But guess they're doing pretty well. Which, by the way, if anybody wants to be get me a twenty three Michael Jordan jersey for my birthday, I'm with it. Ain't wanna bid, and then everybody wanna dip. Told you I ain't worried, I ain't scared of the boot. All you can do is spit a verse of the truth, merge the mixture with the carrots, the fruits, and the thirst of the words. I got juice, 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 juice. I got the juice, I got the juice, 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 juice.
Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Entangled Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Poetic Justice, here as humbly as I can. And this is the podcast where there ain't no hoes, but uh, we do think out loud. Yes, yes, yes. If you're listening to this on the streaming platforms, go ahead, give us a full five-star rate and review. What that does, it helps us move up in the algorithm. It helps us to get discovered by more podcast listeners. So go ahead, do that. It's a great way for you to support our podcast. Another great way for you to support our pod is join the Patreon, guys. Look, let me tell you about a place. A place that's... Free of judgment. Free of scrutiny. Join a Patreon, guys. For just a dollar a month, you get access to about 30 plus episodes of bonus content. And on these bonus content, we come free, we speak free of the lip. Without regard of cancellation. This is where the most salacious of our content will be. How's that? Because on the streaming platforms, there's a lot of stuff we can't say. There's a lot of stuff we can't do. But here, we going in. So do that for us, guys. It's a great way for y'all to support our podcast. (sighs) So, as previously discussed, we are currently in hustle mode to make this live show happen. Locking down the venue, uh, we have our graphic designer, the beautiful Michelle. Uh, she is uh, currently working on our new designs. Uh, we have Zoe doing her motherfucking thing in fucking Cali. So, Zoe, if you're listening to this, we shout out to you. We love you. We can't wait for to put this live show on and then go global with it shits because we nice like that. Um, how's life, Miles? Life is pretty good. I kind of I'm very much like while whilst planning this uh live show I'm very much in a transitional period as far as life because you like you know like my lease our lease is uh, at our our place is about to be up so uh, I got to find somewhere to live that's uh that's always fun and I have I have a time just doing doing my doing my thing living life I'm about to start a new job as well so that's fun and also is a Another phase of transition, so I'm just worried about getting my paper, putting this live show on, and becoming the biggest name in podcasting fucking history. Because I already, I already have a feeling. Right now, this podcast is dynamite, right? But it still needs to be, it still needs to be refined. It needs to be shaped. It needs to be properly, properly set up before it can really blow up. Because 
I'm I'm gonna talk nerdy. <clears throat> I'm gonna talk nerdy. So the other like maybe like last week I posted a clip, a old clip. I'm talking about this clip. I probably did this clip like a year ago on uh TikTok and it was on a Houston podcast. Jump straight up to number 3. The day it got posted or the week I should probably say. And this is one of my like I'm so much better at doing clips now. I'm so much better at like podcast. I'm I'm better at podcasting now than I was last year. At least I think so. So to see the disparity between the both of them, I'm like, yo, this is a, like Houston is a market that I haven't fully been able to tap into yet. So I'm very excited to get into that. And like, there's a, I'm a very niche micro influencer. Uh, and my niche is like dark humor, obviously comedy. And in order to make that blow up, like I'm trying to be the Dom Sharp of Houston. I, and it's and it's so fucking weird comparing to myself to uh to another podcaster like that. I don't think I don't even, I don't know how Dom even feels about other people comparing to, comparing him like that. But I see him; he's up there. I think one of the goals for my podcast, I would love to do a collab pod with Dom because I feel like that would go crazy. But like right now, I'm still like I'm I'm in I'm Rocky and Rocky One right now. Because I still need to train and get get my body right, get 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 the podcasting flow right, and like I just find my real adult groove of things. Um, was asked a very interesting question though. Somebody who listened to my podcast, uh, they long story short, they came up to me and was like, "Hey, yo, bro, I love your podcast. It's that and the third. Okay, great, good on you." And then. They asked me a very introspective question. They was like, I noticed some of those topics. Like, you talk about, like, young people shit. I was like, yeah, yeah, because I'm a, I'm a young guy. I'm only 23. Come on now. Hey, let's, let's. And it was like, well, do you ever see, like, your podcast evolving for you to, like, talk about, like, deeper stuff such as, like, mental health, um, like, politics, etc.? Let's get something fucking straight. I would love to talk about mental health for like 45 minutes on the pod. I would love to. But unfortunately, I have a, I guess, fear? I have a fear. I'm going to say that's the word that I'm trying to articulate. Of talking about things and sounding stupid. Because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, I get, I'll give my opinion 100% of the time. I have no problem giving my opinion. Like, for example, I think black mental health is severely underestimated as a community, as a black community in America. We don't truly value the power of mental health and what it helps. A lot of black people refuse to go to therapy because they don't believe in talking about their issues to another person. But it's like you, you trying to figure out your own mental health is as it's, it's like you trying to fix, like, be your own electrician and taking advice from your friend. I mean, yeah, you could do it, but you would rather have a master electrician who knows what the fuck that they're doing to properly hook all the wires up, and etc. That's how I feel about mental health. But if we were talking about, like, like scopes and depths and, like, different tropes that people fall into, I, I can give my opinion, but as far as being knowledgeable about it, I would love to learn more. I'm, I'm a student of the game. I like that. 
Yeah, you got to learn how to be a student before you can be a master. But uh, some things I want to, just some things on my mind, just just to go off the top, right? The other day, I went downtown. Taco and Tequila Tuesdays vibes, we there. Whilst I was there, I saw these children at this bar. I don't mean like like one of them. She looked like she was in her teenagers, like thir- between the ages of thirteen and fifteen. I'm like, okay, that's weird. Why why are you here? The other one was a newborn. The second one was probably between the ages of five and eight. And, like, I think that's it. I want to say there was a a younger boy with them, but I'm not sure. And this is, like, Midtown. Midtown area, 12 o'clock at night. These kids are just here. They just outside. I have so many questions. First of all, why are your kids at a fucking bar? Is this not unsettling for them like are they not off put by this do y'all just take y'all kids to bars like just casually and people let y'all in that math not mathing to me because i'm thinking about the area of where we are right a bunch of young adults between the ages of 18 and i'm assuming like 24 all surrounded in a very close tight knit space and in said space, you got moshing, you got cussing, you got uh, promiscuous men and women everywhere. And I just don't know how to feel about it. Because that's a very, very weird conversation. So, like, like, because, like, my, like, your kid asked, Mommy, what the fuck is going on? Why, why is everybody doing all this extra shit. I was like, honey, it's like, you know, it's just, it's, it's just how things are. Like, how do you, how do you break that down to somebody? It leads me so many questions. Second of all, like, the management, why are y'all letting kids, I don't care, I don't care if y'all rolling as a family, like, hey, I got my kids with me today, can my kids come in? I promise I'll watch them. No. No, because what if your kids see or hear something that they're not supposed to see and or hear? Now we got a problem. Now you didn't just planted the idea of sex into my eight-year-old daughter. Daddy, what's... This dude said he was going to fuck that pussy. Like, whoa. What did he say? Bring out that... Come on. Let that hoe spray. Let that hoe, let it, what it, what it, what it, what did old dude say? He said, let it bang, bang, till his brains hang, till his body sang, and the pastor sang, and the preacher sang, like, I own everything. <laughs> Bro, I promise you, that is like one of the greatest collabs of this fucking, wait, gang, shit. No, that knife talk was last year. Knife talk was last year. That that's a great. That was a great fucking collab by the both of them. That was a great. F- 
fucking collab by the both of them. <sighs> I'm very much on the line of debating if I want to go back into like my red pill bag about shit. Because, again, as previously disclosed, I do believe the red pill community holds a certain value. Certain hold in today's uh, society, especially when, like, we're talking about people that are swinging all the way to the far right, believing like in cancel culture and etc. That pendulum is going to swing right the fuck back, and you're gonna have all this massively misogynistic men plaguing society because of the natural state that, for the past ten to twenty years, that's that's been around. So. I do believe that shit's about to come. For, oh shit! Cece's birthday is this month. Her birthday is like less than seven. It's a little bit over seven days. Damn, we should probably call Cece. Let's see what the vibes are. Usually, I always drive down to uh to uh San Antonio to see my friend. I said San Antonio, but like I'm in New Braunfels. See my friend, get a hotel, and um. Yeah, turn up for her birthday. It's a motherfucking thing. Should probably hit her up about that. It's like four o'clock. She probably she definitely sleep. She's definitely knocked the fuck out. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm on one. I'm gonna be on one today. And if bro, if you listen to this, just know this is in love because. All right, this is y'all. This y'all warning. I'm about to get in my red pill shit real quick for the for the one time for the for the one time. Life's full of tales and stories, but it's those stories that define our character. This week's being why you acting like a bitch. So let's rewind the clock back to 2021. As many of y'all know, 2021 is the year that we founded and started the Entangled Thoughts podcast. And at the original time, it was four of us. Five, maybe. Five. There was five of us. We had me, your OG host, always. We had the lovely Zoe, you know. Love to see. We love Zoe. We love Zoe over here. Zoe is a gang. She. You want it? You want me to keep it a book? Let's keep it a fucking book. If Zoe was here today, and she continued to do the podcast from point A to point B, with point A being when we started to not, to point B being to right now, this podcast would be severely more popular than what it is. Because I I'm just a nigga. I am an ignorant nigga at that. But Zoe, Zoe gives, she, Zoe is one of the most emotionally intelligent people that I will ever fucking know on this fucking planet. And I stand by that. I will fight anybody on those words. Zoe is the most emotionally intelligent person that I know. So you got my ignorance, which Again, my ignorance by itself can bring in a lot of a lot of views because people going to think like, "Hey, yo, this nigga wallet. What? Oh, whoa, whoa! Gotta talk about that. 
gotta talk about that. <laughs> nah, no, I did talk about it. I talked about it last episode. Because we talked about the Twitter debate. Yeah, damn. That white girl crazy. <laughs> that white girl crazy. <laughs> she said, these niggas wallet. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. But anyway, back to Zoe. You know, we got Zoe balances out my uh my bra my harsh my brashness. Brashness? Brash? That's the word I'm going with. Anyway, we would have been severely better. You got Jaden. Jaden, I feel like if he continued his podcast journey, me and him would have probably been at the same level. As y'all see, I think that episode's level sixty eight. No, I said level uh, number sixty-eight or sixty-nine. Uh, this writer boy featuring Jaden Saratobi. Uh, he he was an original host with us. So if y'all want to go check out the episode? Go ahead, do that. And um, we had our producer at the time, uh, Pretty Boy Isaac, uh, because that nigga that nigga's fucking beautiful. Why? I think Isaac would have made. If we put Isaac on his own camera, he would have got like views just by himself because people think like, "Oh my God, he's so fine." Like Isaac has like this uncouth ability to just pull women. Like we'll just be in a space just existing, and women would go up to him. You know how you know how much I'd pay for a woman to go up to me and like tell me I'm attractive. What? That don't happen. I'm ugly. People. First of all. Bitches look past me because of height already. Off the rip. I'm not six feet. I don't meet the height requirement for most of their slides. Hate that. I'm a solid five foot nine, five foot ten on a good day. But I don't like that you dismiss me because I'm I'm missing what? Four inches, which arguably four inches could be a lot. <laughs> some of y'all got rocking some four inch wieners. And your life is fucking depressing. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine that rocking a four inch. I shoot myself. What you gonna do with the little catapinga? You pull, you pull your pants down. You should go go see. the worst things you get i'm falling off topic i fuck. but what's the worst thing you could probably hear in, in the bedroom if you pull your dick out i'm just imagining she going that's it all right where's the rest of it nah gango <laughs> nah gango if you ask me where the rest of it is I gotta, I gotta light this bitch up. Then I gotta blow start the gun. Like that's a, I can't survive in life anymore. Praise the, praise be to the average size penises in the world. You rocking the average size penis, you know you're doing God's work. Here's a thought, and there we go. Go back to the main topic. I promise. I promise. I want my girlfriend to be thoroughly dicked out by the time she gets to me. 
I don't want you. I want you to have all the biggest dicks in the world. I want you to have all the little dicks in the world. So when you settle down with Mister Average Penis, you know what home is. That's how I feel like. Because <laughs> is that crazy to say? <laughs> I want you to be thoroughly dicked out. I want you to get get it all out your system so you <laughs> you treat it yourself. I can't trust a woman that has like full bodies. You don't know what you like. You don't you don't know the 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 true essence of flavor. Now, now like maybe a solid 20, 25. That's it. That tell me you took care of yourself first. Now you here to take care of me like a good woman. Why do I say stuff like this on the internet? My my digital trail is going my digital footprint gonna go crazy one day. You know what my greatest fear is? One day when my kids grow up, you know, they're gonna be older or whatever. They're gonna go back and probably listen to my entire catalog of stuff I've ever produced in my fucking life. And they're gonna be like, You were a wild man when you were younger. I'm like, Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell her darker. Maybe darker. Cool. <laughs> yes. That was uh that was a sneeze, unfortunately. Anyway, back to the main point of the subject. Yeah, Isaac and last but certainly not least, the host that you probably are most acquainted with, we had Cedric. Now, during the red pill phase of hell that we endured between like a 10 episode run of our podcast. Oh, hold up. 10 episode run of our podcast, Deeper. I was... During the 10 episode run of our podcast Where we had like a red pill everything There was one particular episode I can't remember the exact name of it Let's look it up together guys It was And I do believe And have these truths to be self evident It's crazy to me I've produced 84 episodes of this show And even more on Patreon Okay, what, ep- what reckless on our own? No, that's the episode we did with Zoe. If she don't nut, she fucked you. Oh, that's our Patreon episode. A healthy diet, fuck that bitch. Lysol wipes. We are closed. Uh, meth and base heads. The show must go on. Sock of demon time. Bitches ain't shit. Ah, uh, this is very tough. I don't know where this episode is, but it's an episode somewhere in here where it was me. Cedric Alaric, which is one of my friends, and um, one of Cedric's friends on the pot. Now we're all together, we're having a decent conversation, and this is the clip that I said. Uh, I remember making the clip, it said something like, <laughs> I said it for clicks, so I said something like, um, men age like wine, women age like milk. Controversial as fuck. Off rip. Controversial as fuck. 
So I'm going in like, yo. And obviously, woman being there, she gave a very astute point of her argument as to that statement. And again, I was infatuated with Fresh and Fit at the time. I was watching them like daily. Uh, So, take it back to that episode. Because my friend, Alaric, reminded me. Well, he... He didn't mean to remind me, but he it, it it ended up coming up in conversation. Hold on, let me blow my fucking nose because this shit. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, just all that, all that phlegm that's like it's stuck in my throat. Pause. Pause. So he reminded me of the episode because recently. I hate, I hate getting into gossip and starting drama, but fuck it. We here, boy. Bro, I'm doing this for your sake. I'm doing this for you. In the end. So. Cedric brought old girl on. And at the time, I don't know what Cedric's intentions with girl was, but my, I thought his intentions was like to, like to date her because apparently like behind the scenes when we were not on camera and stuff like that, they go, they, both, both of them gave off very good energy together like i thought like when cedric voiced to me that he like it's like yo i'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to you know shoot my shot we got good energy etc i was like okay bro do your thing do your thing but then i started noticing certain things certain things again might be my toxic masculinity speaking here i just didn't agree with for example cedric would paint his fucking nails Get his like I'm not talking about like okay the clear polish I can understand take care of yourself no problem with that even like just pure black I'm still like a little bit on the fence but all right hardcore rockers do it all the time whatever but if you're getting your shit painted pink baby blue ah <laughs> uh, nigga you gay. <laughs> Like, like you're gay as <laughs> get this faggot out of here. <laughs> no, nah, but for real though, for real though. Like he he painted his nails and he's like, you know. Then he went. I I I distinctively remember him going on air and saying, "Yo, you know, you know, it's manly to paint your nails." What did he say? Who the fuck told you that? Who? Nah, gang. Like, if you gay, just say it. I'm not. I'm not gonna treat you any differently. But I just. I just want to know. What the vibe is going to be like when we go out? Do we need to do I need a wingman for you or do be a wing? You got to let me know. Let me know, gang. I'm not here to judge. So. (laughs) Which is funny because that was a whole thing at our job. People thought he was gay and I was like, "Uh, it's, 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 it's giving. It's giving zesty. He gives very zesty vibes. Now that I think about it, he uses the word zesty a lot. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure zesty is not in a man's vocabulary. The only reason I used it is because 
I literally just heard it today, and I was like, people people use the word zesty, like wings. Y'all like y'all wings zesty? Ugh. I don't know how I like. I don't know how I like that. That seems a little sus. Seems a little sus to me. <laughs> My point is. Actually, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a double down on my point. I'm a double down on my misogyny. <laughs> I'm a double down on my homophobia real quick. There was a comment. If you listen, I'm gonna find this fucking episode because this now is irking me. There was a comment that was made on same on that same fucking episode where where I said like, "Oh, you paint your nails?" question mark, and it. Cedric stands up, double down, and no, no, actually, it wasn't Cedric. It was the girl that he was with. She stands up and she doubles down, like, "Oh, I think it's it's so manly when a man paints his nails, and it's just it's just like so sexy." It's episode twenty four. I am the table. That's what episode it is. It's episode twenty four. I am the table. Look. Look, respectfully, women. This is again. This is ignorant speaking. Please re- let me know how I'm ignorant. I, see, I know I'm ignorant, but I'd like to become less ignorant in the future. If that makes sense, if that math is mathing, just let me know. But here's my misogynistic slash homophobic brain thinking. I'm mainly misogynistic. A woman should not tell a man how a man should be acting. Because it's, it's the same thing goes both ways. Let's let's keep it a buck. Same thing. A man shouldn't tell a woman how a woman should be acting either. Now, I do believe there are some generic standards that co co align with each each individual gender, like. Again, now these now these standards might be very very stereotypical, but they've been built up over the past fifty to a hundred years. And before we see any major change in these standards, I think it's going to be another fifty and a hundred years before before these standards really start to shift and or change as the newer generations are coming in. You know, male standards to obviously be the protector, be the provider. Uh, sometimes entails you doing stuff you don't like to in order to uh, benefit either yourself or your family. It, it requires you to, uh, yeah, that's 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 really it. Nah, that's really it. And for women, typically being the caregiver, you know, being more on the emotional side, uh, make make up for my lack of emotional empathy. Empathy with empathy of your own. You're supposed to. Uh, I feel like men and women are supposed to. What's that called? We're supposed to complete each other because there are certain attributes that typically a man's missing that a woman might have, and it might complete him. At least that's what I think. Anyway, back to the main point of the subject. The point is, the moral of the story being. Cedric changed 
part of his lifestyle and his personality in order to to appease this woman. Now, do I think he should have changed everything about himself in order just to get her? No, hell no. If I'm the I'm going to be the same motherfucker that you meet and obviously with growth, with perspection, introspection and maturity, obviously the, those ideals might either evolve and change. But if I'm just meeting the girl off rip and she tell and she tells me like, "Oh, I like men who have their nails painted." I that ain't me though. I'm just letting you know. You never said you you'll never see these nails painted ever in your life. Not about to do that. And then he subscribed to a lot of for lack of a better term to a lot of bitch mentality. Uh, again, it's not to talk shit about bro, but it's it's mainly I'm just using him as an example. Don't change yourself for anybody. Now, obviously, there's some stuff that does need to be changed, but you'll do it on your own when you when you want to gain knowledge and gain wisdom about that specific thing and think that think before for within yourself, not letting your thoughts be influenced by outs, outward power or or entity. I was about to say influence again, but like the the math wasn't math in here. Don't let it change you. Unless you're ready for change. Genuinely. And that's the moral of my fucking story. I had to scrap that one together. I had to scrap. Like, some of y'all got to understand. I'm only 23 years old. I only live 23 years of life. I don't have stories. Like, I started running out of stories maybe like five episodes ago. Because I don't know, I I didn't practically told everything I could. Everything's been told verbally, and like I'm tr- I'm trying hard not to rehash stories because, but certain stories they need development. Like there's there's probably several stories I have right now that I could probably use, but like it requires development. There's no there's no end in sight right now. At least that's what I think. All right, let's uh, let's get into you know from one asshole to another. We going. Ooh, am I the asshole? This one, okay, not that bad. Am I the asshole for missing my daughter's birth? Oh damn! For a little background information, I, twenty-eight year old male, have a beautiful wife, twenty-seven year old female, and we've been trying for a baby for about three years now. And we've known each other since we were in high school. When my wife found out she was pregnant, we were thrilled, and have been getting prepared for it months now. She's nine months pregnant. My dad is a real asshole, but he keeps me employed. He owns a pretty nice Italian restaurant that has been run by my family for decades. I've worked there since I was fifteen, and am now the head chef. The problem is he treats his employees pretty bad, including me. And if you do even miss one shift, you get demoted or even worse, fired. I was in the middle of a very hectic shift on one of the busiest days of the week when my mother-in-law called saying my wife went into labor and I needed to get to the hospital right away. When I asked my dad if I could go, he said, you can go if you're okay with being unemployed, which I couldn't risk because after the baby was born, my wife would be off work for a while, so I had to be a stay-at-home mom. 
wild to be a stay-at-home mom. Okay. The reason my dad was so mad at the idea of me leaving was because he was understaffed and really needed my help. When I called my mother-in-law, she wouldn't pick up, so I just kept working, and I thought I thought could explain myself later. Later, when I was time for me to go home, I drove to the hospital with my mother-in-law, and her sisters refused to let me in the room and called me names like a bad father and a bad husband. When it was finally time to leave the hospital, my wife and the newborn baby went home with the mother-in-law, and they hadn't spoken to me in days. Even I tried to apologize and explain myself. I thought I was doing the right thing, but I need to know. Am I the asshole? All right. First of all, let's analyze the situation at the hospital. You get off your shift. You rush to the emergency room, which I'm assuming your wife is. And your mother-in-law and I'm assuming the mo- the mother of your kid's sisters. Did that sound right? I don't know. Are refusing to let you see it. You, the biological father. The husband. I don't know if they can legally do that. Okay, I can understand if it was the wife's decision to, like, hey, yeah, don't let that nigga in. I can understand that. Because it's the wife. She's the mother. She holds all leeway who goes in and out. But I don't know I don't know if mother-in-laws can make that decision. Because technically they're not your spouse. Legally, at least. Uh, now let's get to the dad. Like you said, and preface before, the dad is already an asshole. So the fact, bro, if my kid is being born and you don't let me go see my kid right the fuck now, there is a problem. That math not mathing to me. But nigga, you know my kid is in labor right now. Why are you being why are you being a dick? Nigga, I take this fair I take this fucking restaurant from your old ass. Like, but the dad, if anybody's the asshole in this situation, it's definitely the dad because the dad obviously I understand being understaffed and you need fucking help. I can't do this shit by myself. And having your head shift leave is detrimental, but some sacrifices you need to make. This nigga is missing the birth of his child. A memory that I hope every father in the world gets to witness. So, you, sir, in this scenario, are not the asshole. Court adjourned, as the wise ones would say. Let's get into some topics. <sighs> There's a lot of stuff that's going around in, in like in like media. Just media in general. Niggas on side uh this is this a there's a lot of ways I could go with this. But I'm gonna I'm just I'm gonna just spin the I'm gonna just spin the block. Socially aware white women are hot. Can can we talk about that? Previously on this pod, very recently, episode so episode seventy four, I've talked about how much, how 
how strongly I love Asian women. Asian women make my pussy wet off rip. Uh, nigga, you gay. But there's another class of women out there that is equally hot, attractive. Slap me in the face and call me a nigger. I'm with it. And that's socially aware white women. I don't know. I don't know. Listen. Listen. First of all, if you didn't already know, I'm I'm Houston's most infamous clapper, cracker cheek clapper. I love white women. Off rip. I don't know. Maybe it's the ancestors using speaking through me to get back at the angst that they've held for. <laughs> Maybe, maybe it's my ancestors speaking through me to articulate and physically tell the hatred that they've held and contempt for the opposite race for oppressing them. So by whipping the backs of my former ancestors, it's now my job to clap the cheeks of the great, great granddaughters. See, you got to open up your mind, King. What the fuck am I talking about? What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> but not like, no, for real, for real, for real. Let's get it. Like something about a white woman that knows my plight and struggle as being a black man in America. I'm a black man in a white world. Which is also a crazy song. I'm a black man in a white world. I'm a black man in a white world. That's a TikTok sound. That is a TikTok sound. I'm going to make that a sound. I'm a fucking nigger. I'm going to look up. I'm a black man in a white world. That's, that's going to look crazy. But it's a... Oh, please don't tell me I fucking deleted all my fucking notes. I'd be mad. Okay, cool. Cool. Gina and... Yeah, it's something hot about it. I don't, I don't know exactly what it is. Like, for example, I noticed this the other day when I was at the bar. I was talking to a white woman, and hold that thought. Whoa, hold it there. Let's take a quick break to pay some bills. This episode is proudly sponsored by the patrons on Patreon. Join our Patreon, guys, and get access to hours of unreleased bonus content. We have our $1 tier, a.k.a. the kingdom of our Patreon. And the reason why we do this, it gives you access to our main podcast shoutouts and bonus podcasts. Not only that, you also get access to our Discord server. And then we also have our $5 tier where you get all the above and plus access to ask us questions via our Discord. And last but certainly not least, we have our $10 tier, which gives you access to weekly vlogs and exclusive VIP access to any future events that we will be holding. So join our Patreon today, guys, and support us and the podcast. All right. So in order for the sake to push content out, I'm just going to put this episode out like this. Um, 
reason for that was because I recorded this at the beginning half of this part. I recorded it on nine eleven. It's now nine sixteen. There's a discrepancy there. Procrastination. Procrastination been kicking my fucking ass. Uh, but more on that later. Uh, so this episode, like every week's episode, is brought to you by the Patreons from Patreon. Go ahead, join the Patreon, guys. It's the best way for you to support our podcast. Not only that, but yeah, remember, guys, keep them holes at your. What is it? Keep them, keep them thoughts out your bed. Right, look at me fucking up already. We just started. <laughs> keep them thoughts out your bed and keep them in your mind. Uh, and we we gonna come back with a stronger episode next episode because like yeah, it's life. Let's see what kind of music we feeling right now. I'm feeling I'm I'm feeling a little mid, a little vibey. So we gonna is it? Nah, you got it. We gotta give them. We gotta give them some of that. I really feel like playing some Toby. Or get off my smoke again, fake brought Nah, 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 this is good, this is good right here. I got the perfect song for us. YouTube don't, YouTube always be, that video don't always load, but they make sure the mads do. So remember guys, keep them thoughts out your bed and keep them on your mind. Enjoy the vibes. They look up to me I got fake people showing fake love to me Straight up to my face Straight up to my face Something ain't right when we talking Something ain't right when we talking Look like you're hiding your problems Really you never were solid No you can't stun me You won't ever get to run me Just when she look gotta reach I reach back like one three Like one three that's when they smiled in my face. Whole time they wanna take my place. Whole time they wanna take my place. Whole time they wanna take my place. Yeah, no, they wanna take my place. I can tell that love is fake. Ain't no telling what I'm finna be on. Yeah, go well, I'm beyond all that fuck shit. Sunshine, baby, touch my game. We gon' turn this into Columbine. Ice on my neck, cost me ten times three. Thirty thousand dollars for a hit to get flea. I just hit Rodeo when I spent like ten G's. I just did a show and spent the check on my mama. When I go freaky, I might rent out the Bahamas and I keep like ten phones. Man, I'm really never home. Listen, man, I done heard you done got you a dime piece, Hell man. Hell no, man. One of them Beyonce making good types, man. Nah, nah. Is that true, man? I just want to know. Probably not. I mean, to be honest with you, she's a... Bad thing, fine as hell, thick as fuck, oh my God, that's my baby. Caroline. You divine, mighty fine, shorty really blow the pipe. That's true. Like a pro. Fuck, fuck you, thought. Cause crazy might be great. But I love your bloopers. Perfect for the urges. But I won't forever. Don't you see that I want you to be mine They look up